This is because I want to. Hello, and welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And welcome to the most insane fucking week that the United States has had. This has been <laughs> in a long time. Bizarre. Yo. <laughs> Yo. It's been um, a trip. So if you're listening to this at some like other date that is not this week, um, there was an attempted coup at the Capitol building when they were trying to count electoral votes. Um, our president is a psychopath. I mean, we knew that. Yeah. But now, but now we know that. Well, it's kind of like you can't really deny it now. You can't excuse yeah. it. So that's been fun. How have you been enjoying that? Oh my God. Like I was at work and once that started going down, I just spent the rest of the day just watching the news coverage and just being flabbergasted at how far things have just fallen fallen apart. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, this isn't what we are. And I'm like, I, I think it is what it we are. It is, yeah. That's what I've been seeing on Twitter is people being like, this is, but now it's just in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been made more visible. Yeah. I just, like, for me, I would have thought that the security would have been better like it doesn't surprise me they tried to do this but the fact that they Mm -hmm. did is like wild it's super fucking suspicious yeah like like i've seen videos where it literally looks like they're just letting them in it's very suspicious and i hope that there are some like big investigations into it and i listened to the daily did a couple episodes about it which were interesting talking about how the planning of everything was on social media and anyone could see it and everyone knew what was Mm -hmm. going to be happening. Yeah. Like I saw it on TikTok. They kept saying January 6th. Yeah. And everyone just decided that they wouldn't like Mm -hmm. stupid people will do stupid things. Y'all like, well, and what really scares me is I've seen pictures like everyone's seen the pictures that have gone viral of the like, idiots wearing like the horns or stealing the podium or whatever but Mm -hmm. i've seen like a couple pictures of like scary looking people like in all black wearing like bulletproof vests with like zip cuffs on them Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like there are like a lot of them were just people who are like dumb but there are probably Mm -hmm. some people in there who really had malicious like Oh, yeah. Intentions to take hostages or do whatever. It's the, like, militia, weird, those people that, like, seriously concern me. Yeah. The inauguration, I'm kind of like, let's do it indoors. (laughs) Let's not have anybody attend and just put it on the TV. Well, because they're saying they're going to go back, right? Yeah. I'm, like, sincerely concerned he's going to get shot. Like, that's my... Yeah. 
That's my concern. So maybe let's just not make a thing out of it. This isn't the year for it. Let's just do it on TV. Yeah. I just... (laughs) I was telling Brock that if I've learned anything from Harry Potter, it's that... Mm -hmm. These people are going to like go underground for a while, but they're not going to disappear and they're just going to wait mm-hmm. for their next leader. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Wild. terrifying. Wild. It's going to be an interesting next like 2 years. Have you seen um there's this meme of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, like talking to Pennywise, and it's like rare footage of 2020 showing 2021 around the office. Literally, like what the <laughs> fuck? It was like you thought it was going to be better. <laughs> fuck you. COVID's worse than ever. So, what do we think is going to happen to like Trump and all those people? I want Donald Trump to get impeached, and I want him to get fucking arrested. I want him to, yeah, he definitely, I mean, he has to go to jail, right? He has to. You would, one would fucking think. <laughs> one would fucking, like, literally, I'm, like, watching the news, I'm like, this is sedition. This yeah. is sedition. It's literally... This is, I know that part of the motherfucking Constitution, high crimes and misdemeanors, sedition is a high crime. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, like, literally, treason is the worst crime you can commit. Like, Jesus. And I feel like if he doesn't go to jail, like, that's just sending a message that he can do Mm -hmm. literally anything he ever wants. It's those people who are like, well, he'll be gone in, like, ten days. I'm like, I don't fucking care if he's going to be gone in three days. He needs a consequence. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just because you're president doesn't mean that you're immune to consequences. Or it shouldn't be that way. Rule of law, bitches. We got it from the Magna Carta. It's a thing. Yeah. And, of course, it's all the people who are like, law and order, who are the ones who are like, we shouldn't impeach him. Like, go fuck yourself. I know. And a Capitol policeman, like, died. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw a video of one getting, like, crushed almost to death. It's just crazy. So. And I feel like if I were Mike Pence thinking about, this is so crazy to me, like, your whole legacy in history books, everything you've ever done, you're going to be tied to Mm -hmm. Trump. Like, if I were mm-hmm. him, I would cut off that sinking ship and just invoke the 25th and be like, fuck you. <laughs> here's here's my feeling on the 25th. I don't think, like, the 25th for me is, like, all of a sudden something's fucking wrong with you, right? Like, yeah. you've had a mental decline or something. This, this isn't new. This is who he's been the entire fucking time. And I just feel like the 25th Amendment, yeah, it'll remove him from office, but I don't think it's enough. I want him to get fucking impeached. Yeah, for sure. But I think just from Mike Pence's point of view, he has to do something if he wants any kind of career or any kind of reputation ever. He won't. He's weak. Yeah. I have very, like, distinct feelings about Mike Pence. (laughs) I know. 
This is- like, you don't get to be the hero for coming in and saying, no, I'm not going to invalidate the electoral votes and being yeah. kind of fucking entertaining while they were doing them. <laughs> Did yeah. you watch that? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was What did he do? Funny. He, like, started laughing at one point when they were, like, reading their arguments and he was just, like, ripping through it. He's like, you, 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 let's go. Like, he just, he was not having it. Yeah, it's kind of like Mitch McConnell being like, oh, that shouldn't have happened, but that doesn't excuse everything else you've ever done. Yeah, no. You know, this is terrible. Okay, I don't like to comment on what people look like as like (laughs) like a character flaw. I really don't. But okay, did you see, you've seen Pan's Labyrinth, right? Yeah. Okay, that character with all the eyes in its hands? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that look like Mitch McConnell? Kind of, yeah. He's very droopy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, that's yeah. what he makes me think of. It'll be, like, interesting to see what happens, but I think there have to be very serious consequences, because if there aren't for this, then when would there be? Like, this is the worst thing that's happened in a very long time. Yeah, man. And it was like egregious. So, oh, it was awful. And then I found out that I had to go back to work. And yeah. like, you know, what's interesting, though, is like the day after it happened. So it happened on Wednesday, right? And I went back to work on Thursday. Yeah. And when I say back to work, I mean, back to my school building with children in person. Because our no, I'm not gonna say it. But mm-hmm. it wasn't what I thought was the right thing to do. It's a separate Um, issue, and also you teach history and, like, American government and stuff, so. (laughs) But what I thought was interesting is I didn't say anything on Thursday to the kids. Like, I kind of just, like, I needed to mentally wrap my head around it. Yeah. And then the next day, in all my classes, I was like, I'm going to take the next, like, few minutes, and if you want to ask me anything about what's happening, now would be the time, and Mm -hmm. I will happily talk to you about it. Nothing. Really? They didn't want to talk about it. Do you think they knew what had happened? Or do you think they that knew. they knew? Do you think they weren't interested or they just didn't want to get into I it? I think so. I had one student who did ask me about like news coverage and the difference between this and like BLM protests. So we talked about that. And he was very like receptive to the conversation, which uh-huh. was good. Um. But outside of that, like, they didn't really – they did see the parallel in the fact that we were talking that day about the British invading Washington, yeah. D.C. and burning it. They were like, Miss <laughs> Snyder. And I was like, yeah, it's a weird parallel. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't really want to talk about it. It was interesting. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But this week was, like, just crazy, wild. Did you know that the turtle at the National Aquarium in Baltimore died? Really? Yeah. The big turtle? Calypso died in 2020. I didn't know that. How old was Calypso? She wasn't that old. What happened? I got really upset. Oh, my God. So if you're not from Maryland at the Baltimore Aquarium for like pretty much our whole lives, they've had this one finned sea turtle, just one sea turtle hanging out 
with all the other animals. I think she was in like the shark exhibit for, and she was also in the stingray exhibit for a while, mm-hmm. just doing her thing. And I don't know, you go to the aquarium a lot if you're from Maryland. You see her there, you feel good. Can I just interject and say that the aquarium in Baltimore has ruined me for any other aquarium? Oh, it's a really it's good so aquarium. cool. Any other aquarium I go to, I'm like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> I think the only one in America that supposedly compares is I think there's one in Atlanta that's really nice. Yeah. Like they have like a whale shark, which is fucking cool. Um, but yeah, she died and they don't know why. Boo. Yeah, they were like, she wasn't sick. She was eating. She didn't seem like off and she just died. And I was like, 2020, you bastard. Do you know how old she was? She was in like her 20s, which is like nothing for a sea turtle. Yeah, I know like sea turtles can live to be really old, but in captivity, I don't know how old they live. Older than that. Well, (laughs) speaking of aquariums... (laughs) Oh, that did segue, didn't it? I segued. I did it. I saw an opportunity and I seized it. (laughs) The ocean. Yes, our topic this week is the ocean. Majestic, inspiring, and horrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) All kinds of mixed emotions. (laughs) So when you were younger, were you a kid who was afraid of the ocean or did you like it? I was not afraid of it, I think, until I got older and I realized how terrifying it is. See, I've always been terrified of the ocean. So when you went to the beach, were you afraid to go in the water? Like, I would go in, but I always... God, this is this really just speaks to me. But, um, <laughs> like, it's just how I am. But I was really afraid, like, of going out deep, of something grabbing my feet. Uh-huh. And, like, pulling me down. Like, I don't like not being able to see in the ocean. I think that's, like, a primal fear that just a lot of people have. Because you can't see Mm -hmm. and it's the unknown. So, yeah, I was always really afraid of that. And then I had a really, really intense fear of tsunamis when I was younger. Yeah. Like, I was – when we go to the beach, I would probably have a nightmare every night about a tsunami. Really? Yeah, like I was really scared of them. I think that's I not was normal. a weird Okay, like to be fair, I was scared of a lot of weird shit when I was little. Like I was terrified of like I was like convinced like a robber would come in every night and like kill us. Oh my god. Um, I've always been really intensely scared of ghosts, like big time. Um so yeah, I don't know. Tsunamis just kind of tornadoes too. I was really scared of tornadoes. I don't think I knew what a tsunami was when I was little. I called them tidal waves, but... Yeah. And I I don't know why I knew what it was, though. Like, I'm wondering what I saw that had a tsunami in it. saw something. And have you seen those videos of, like, a tsunami coming in from a distance? And people are, like, clapping and watching it. And then it gets closer. (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, the one thing I learned from that... Was it human geography that we took together at community college? I think so, yeah. The one thing I remember from that, well, I learned a couple of things from that class, like about <laughs> how you shouldn't buy bananas because the banana corporate, like corporations are so corrupt. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, she was like, when she told us that if water starts to pull back, like uh-huh. the ocean starts to pull back, run. 
That's one thing I remember. The ocean is so scary. But I did look up a list of, like, facts about the ocean. And one of them was about how a tidal wave or a tsunami can be a hundred feet tall. I have um, nightmares sometimes about seeing a big, like, tsunami wave, like, towering over me. Yeah, and there's, like, nothing you can do. Like, at that Literally point. nothing. Like, did you ever see the movie, I think it was 3-2-1 Contact, where, like, the big tsunami wave comes? Mm-mm. Or, like, it's in a lot of movies, like, a perfect storm. It's not a tsunami, but, like, the boat goes up this, like, huge wave at the end. <sighs> it's just this, like, scary fear I have. Yeah, because it's terrifying. I guess there was a 100-foot-high tsunami in Alaska in 1958, and it destroyed all vegetation up to 1720 feet. It's the largest in recorded history. How tall? It was 100 feet high, and it destroyed any vegetation that was up to 1,720 feet high. Oh, my God. It destroyed everything. I'm on, I, me- I'm on mental floss, by the way. I just – what's the name of the article? Uh, facts about the world's oceans. Okay. I just learned recently about – I'm trying to remember what they're called. They're called like monster waves where it was thought to be this myth for like a long time by sailors where you would have normal waves and then you would have a rogue monster wave that was like really, really high. But then there was one caught on camera in like, I think the late 1800s or something. Yeah. I don't know what causes them. See, what I've come to realize about the ocean is, like, a lot of it is just, like, salt levels and, like, how that fucks with everything. Like, it's insane to me that there are, like, waterfalls in the ocean. Yeah. I don't understand how that works at all. Like, you know, in Finding Nemo with the, like, um, highway in the ocean that the turtles Like the jet stream? Yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> how do you have I a, think it, a current in the ocean? <laughs> like literally, well, and that's like you'll have like rivers in the ocean. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like salination levels, right? Like different salt levels. Therefore, they have like different levels of like he- density. So they like sit at different places. I think it's like salination and temperature, but I also don't understand how these things don't eventually just mix together. Hey, I don't get it either. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how planes fly. Like, I just... I don't don't either. Like, you can tell me all you want about, like, how it works, but I conceptually just will never understand it. Do you ever think about, like, if you got chucked back in time, and even though you know about all of these things, how (laughs) fucking useless you would be because you wouldn't be able to tell how any of it worked? I'd be like, I know that this works, but I, like, can't tell you how. It's something called lift and the speed of the air, but I don't really fucking know. (laughs) Let me tell you about the combustion engine. Something explodes (laughs) and it goes forward. That's what I got. Nothing else. I don't know. I was reading about there are these whirlpools in the ocean and there's one off off of Scotland that's, like, the third biggest in the world. And it's, for all intents and purposes, like, permanent from what I was reading. And the waves can be really high, and it's just this whirlpool. Like, I don't understand how that works. The ocean's so weird. <laughs> it's like a black hole. That's how I was reading it as being described, but in the ocean. And, like, 
you ever think about like the Bermuda Triangle and like the weirdness of that and how it's like definitely a thing. Oh yeah. That like takes people. I don't know. Okay, so on this list, let's let's learn some facts. Okay. So the first thing I learned is that the ocean is blue because of the sun. It has to do this is another thing where I'm like, okay, I guess, but like absorbing wavelengths and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I guess blue wavelengths go deeper than red and orange ones. And so that's the one you see. Mm-hmm. And then I guess water in a glass isn't blue because there aren't enough molecules to absorb the light. Yeah, I think it's just too small of a like sample size interesting and then i never really thought about this one but that like in order to make the internet work there are cables on the ocean floor like going across the entire ocean to make sure that we have the like that's how the internet works why does the internet need cables in the ocean because like the internet is cabled but why do you need to connect to like continents for like international connection like if you want to yeah, stuff like that I don't understand. I feel like it should all be satellites in space. I don't think it can be, though. Like, you have to have, like, the storage capacity and all of that stuff. Like, it has to be cabled. Mm. All right. <laughs> if you could catch sight of the miles of cable crisscrossing the world's oceans, it would look like a giant submerged web. Hmm. And they have to make them, like, shark-proof and shit. Yeah, I was reading how sharks have been around for, like, way longer than dinosaurs, like, 200 million years longer than dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are insane. Not dinosaurs. Sharks are insane. Like, they haven't even really fucking evolved. Yeah. Like, they've they've gotten smaller, but that's about it. They haven't really needed to because they're, like, perfect apex predators. And... Do you ever think about the fact that there's probably, like, I firmly believe there's, like, a megalodon still, like, chilling in the ocean somewhere? Okay. I read in an article that it was, like, I'm trying to remember the statistic. Okay. This is according to Ranker. Mind-blowing facts about the ocean. Scientists estimate that 91% of ocean species are still undiscovered. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. We don't (laughs) know what's in there. Like, what's and in there? This says they think it's mostly microorganisms, but you never know because the giant squid was discovered in 1925. Yeah, because, like, I feel like you have to come across it. And, like, <laughs> what are your chances of coming across it? Do you ever hear about the big bloop? Yes! That <laughs> thing is so weird. Explain it for our listeners, friend. So, from what I remember, there were... I think it was like Noah has these like microphones all over the place and Mm -hmm. they recorded and put together the data that showed that there is this big bloop that happened in the ocean. And according to their calculations, it had to have been created by an animal of a gargantuan size, like unknown to what we know exists down there. And so it was like this big thing of like what the fuck it is. But I think in recent years they figured out that it was, I want to say it was like, um, a shifting of like a plate or something like that. Yes. This says it was from an ice quake. 
something. Yeah. What is an ice quake? Is that when like it's just a bunch of ice moves? Maybe. Is it like ice under the ocean, like in Antarctica or something? Hang on, I'm reading. Okay. So I'm on Noah, and it's their article, What is the Bloop? So it says, uh-huh. um, it was here, it was there on Earth's lonely southernmost landmass that they finally discovered the source of those thunderous rumbles from the deep in 2005. The bloop was the sound of an ice quake, an iceberg cracking and breaking mm. away from an Antarctic glacier. Uh, with global warming, more and more ice quakes occur annually, breaking off glaciers, cracking, and eventually melting into the ocean. Which, can I say, I went on a cruise to Alaska last year before COVID happened, and we went to, like, these glaciers and big pieces of ice would break off and fall into the ocean, and people on the boat would, like, applaud because it was exciting, but I just thought it was really sad. (laughs) Yeah. Let's not applaud global warming. Yay! Desalination of the ocean. (laughs) Yay! Rising like levels. Woo! We had like um a park ranger on our boat who was like there to answer questions, and my sister went up to her and was like, "Does this make you sad to watch all these people like applauding (laughs) the ice shelf falling off?" (sighs) That would make me sad. But yeah, there was a period in time where people thought the bloop was some like big creature that we didn't know, which there could be down there still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know. 94% of life on Earth is aquatic. Yeah. I've, okay, I've long thought that this is the world of the ocean and we're just here and this is going to make me sound crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are mer people. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I kind of think there are. I mean, right? Like, we have like, no idea. Like, what if? What if, you know, there's like the level of the ocean that we know about, but what if there's a level underneath that? Mm-hmm. And that's where like mer people live, like Atlantis style slash Aquaman style. Yeah, we have no fucking idea and think about how long life has been the in in the ocean before it ever evolved on land mm-hmm so long <laughs> no you know what i think about in the ocean all the time is how many like dead bodies are down there you know what i think about along those same lines <laughs> yeah what for like shipwrecks like the titanic do you think that there are ocean ghosts you know, I don't know because like a lot of those shipwrecks, like the bodies are still down there. Like they couldn't get them, so yeah, they're like buried at sea. So do you think they just like swim around with dolphins? <laughs> I mean, if we think that there's ghosts up here, there would be ghosts down there, right? Yeah. Or, I guess the question is, do you think that ghosts are just like where they died, or are ghosts like go to a place of like emotional importance to them? Hmm. From what I've learned about like ghost stories, they seem to hang around where they've spent a lot of time or where they've died. So I can see there being goat. That was a really squeaky voice. Uh, I can see there being <laughs> like really like went high. I agree though. Like if there's ghosts anywhere i bet they'd be on the titanic i mean how many people died on there like young people 
What a terrifying idea. Like you're already the idea of scuba diving in a shipwreck <clears throat> is terrifying to me. But then you mm-hmm. see a ghost just like swimming. Yeah. That's my impression. No one at home can see my impression, but it was really good. Of a swimming ghost. Isn't it cool that like James Cameron like funded and explored the Titanic? And he's one of the only, I think, Mm -hmm. three people to be in the Mariana Trench. Yeah, he's like the main funder of like underwater race, like deep water research. Isn't that wild? Like I was reading that I think 12 people have been on the moon and only like three or five people have been in the Mariana Trench and he's one of them. I don't think I'd want to go in there. Okay, something that gives me anxiety. Obviously, we now know that a lot of things give me anxiety. But you know when they go down really deep in those like pressure proof like kind of pod things? Uh Uh-huh. Those scare me so I can't even I like watch people go down in them because I'm like it's just gonna crack, it's gonna crack and you're gonna get crushed. Because if any little thing went wrong, you're dead. You're so dead. Mm-hmm. It's like being in and space. Then, oh, what if you see something outside of your pod and it's like a really big <laughs> sea beast? And what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, you don't know what's down there. You don't know what civilization is down there. <laughs> Because you always hear that, like, we've explored more of the moon's surface than we have of our own ocean floor. I don't like that. I also think that dolphins are smarter than we we think they are. I think, yeah, definitely. And we only look at things through our lens of what is smart. Whereas, you know, dolphins can be probably smart in a lot of different ways. We just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I think dolphins are like the people of the sea. And it's Dol- why I get sad when I see them in tanks. You know what else dolphins are? They're really aggressive. They're the rapists of the sea. I know. That's why I think they're the people of the sea, Lindsay. Because they... <laughs> I see. They like, rape see out now. of aggression. Like yeah. people. Dolphins are really scary, and I do agree that, yeah, they are us. And they also, like, bully other animals. Mm-hmm. They're the people of the sea. Mm-hmm. They're awful, just like us. Yeah. They have both sides of the spectrum, like bonobos. I remember um, a high school teacher talking to us one time, and he was like, there's no way we'd ever be able to communicate with aliens because we can't even communicate with carbon life forms on our own planet, like dolphins that are smart. Like, there's just no way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I wonder what a dolphin would say. Maybe they are the mer people of the sea. I think they are. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. I'm just processing it. I've never thought about it that way before. (laughs) They're us just in the water. (laughs) And their brains. Have you ever looked at a dolphin's brain? They look like ours. Except they're even more curvy than ours. Like they have more grooves. I believe so. They're they're really And groovier. Groovier. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're smarter than us. Maybe we're going to one day be taken over by dolphins. Well, for sure. If we were like went into the ocean, they would take us over. Mm-hmm. Like you ever think about the fact that a dolphin can echolocate? Like what the fuck? What can I do? Blind people can echolocate. <laughs> we it's have to so... lose one of our senses though. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Man. And like, I don't know. Maybe dolphins are better than us. Probably. We're kind of fucked up. Although, I don't know. They have all of our shitty qualities. Rape out of aggression. Bullies. They are also one of the only animals that will have same-sex rape. Yeah. I'm just share that. <laughs> yeah. They've, like, raped humans, too, I think. It's an aggression thing. Like people. Yeah. Woof. All right. Do you have more Mm-mm-mm. facts? Um... So, do you ever think about how much treasure is in the ocean? A lot. So much. So, there's, like, sunken treasure, right? Like, uh-huh. pirate pirate booty. Which, can I just say, I think it's hilarious that whenever I talk about pirates, my students never realize that, like, pirates are a real thing. I didn't realize for a long time that pirates were still a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking about our wars with the Barbary states in like the early 1800s and i was like you know the pirates and they were like what and i was like pirates they think what? they're like, like a ha- fictional character yeah and i was like have you seen pirates of the caribbean and they're like yes yeah. so i was like pirates that's a real thing y'all <laughs> these ones were in africa but they still pirates yeah i can see how they would think that's not real though because you only ever see them in mm-hmm. like fictional stories Mm-hmm. But they buried all of their so-called booty and or like all those shipwrecks. Like how many Spanish galleons full of gold do you think are on the bottom of the ocean? Un- uncountable tons. And if you find it, you get to keep it because it's yeah. international waters. I think I read somewhere that, yeah, there's like rules about if you go down to a wreck and you bring up a part of it, it's considered like yours whereas mm-hmm. if you don't then it's like anyone can go down there or something and it's like a problem with the titanic like i think james cameron or someone said that he wished or maybe robert ballard said he wished he'd brought up a part of it just for the legalities to keep like poachers from going down there yeah because i think it's just like a first come first serve kind of yeah. deal uh-huh man you know what? The ocean is like the wild, wild west. It's what we have left. It is. Wild, wild west. Okay, so there's a lot of like um, gold down there, just like pros- like gold you could prospect. They think there's probably about 20 million tons of oh untouchable God. gold in the ocean. I was reading that there's like a tiny fraction in every gallon or whatever so if you do the math, there's like trillions of gold. Gold's one of those just things that I'm floating just around. Like, <laughs> like all right, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Not impressed. Um, let's see. So this says that they think we've only identified about a third of marine life. Um, like you said, they think it's probably the smaller organisms, but there's probably some whales and other mammal species that have yet to be discovered. I want to discover a new penguin. <laughs> I mean, there are new things being discovered all the time still nowadays on land. That's true. That's true. Let's see. <laughs> Most volcanic eruptions happen beneath the surface of the ocean. That makes mm-hmm. sense why we have hawaii whoa when a volcano goes off the water temperature can get up to 750 degrees fahrenheit 
I was reading that there's this underwater hot tub somewhere where like the salinity keeps the water from mixing from the water around it. And there's like underwater gases leaking into it that make it so hot that it like would melt your skin from your body. Hold on. Don't care for that. That's like that <laughs> Let me lake. Look up what, where that is. <laughs> um, that's like that lake in Africa where it's like carbon like there's a leak, like a natural gas leak in it. And normally it's fine because of like the levels of the water. But like one time it like mixed and it like exploded and like oh killed everybody oh like within God. like a mile of the oh lake because it was like shit. just this nox- noxious gas explosion. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my <laughs> God. We're living on this swirling turbulent potential bomb. Literally. Okay. This is what it is. The Gulf of Mexico houses an underwater lake called the Hot Tub of Despair. <laughs> that's what it's Sorry. called it sounds like it sounds like it's something from the princess bride <laughs> it says most larger sea creatures can't survive exposure to the hydrogen sulfide and methane seeping up from the bottom of the lake I think methane was was seeping up in that lake in Africa yeah oof the methane man really an asshole this says that the ocean keeps us breathing at the bare minimum they're responsible for supplying us with oxygen oceans produce 70 percent of the oxygen supply in the atmosphere thanks to marine plants releasing it i didn't even think about that yeah one phytoplankton is estimated to be solely responsible for one in every five breaths a human will take no way one says. phytoplankton one i think it might mean like that kind of phytoplankton not like one minuscule phytoplankton oh that's why i was like what <laughs> i i didn't read the part where it said its scientific name but prochlococcus prochlorococcus hmm. so that kind Oh, this is sad that pollution is causing dead zones in the ocean. Yeah. When runoff, like, just kills everything. I've heard that. And we should probably also mention the big, like, trash island that's in the Pacific Ocean. Yo, that thing is fucking insane. It's like the How size big of is Texas. It? I think oh it's the God. size of Texas. So it's like. For people who don't know, I guess like all our pollution and garbage has all kind of collected together, collected together in this island in the Pacific Ocean. That's enormous and problematic, obviously. And like, I don't know, what do you do about it at this point? One time I read like a couple years ago, this article asking various environmental experts what they thought were the biggest threats to the environment. And a lot of them said, some of them said like plastic straws, but most of them said microplastics, which I didn't realize were a problem. Yeah, like fish eat it. So yeah, like if you buy like clothing with synthetic fibers, I guess there's microscopic particles of plastic that come out when you like wash it and stuff and it goes in the ocean and it just infests everything and it goes like Mm -hmm. up the food chain. It's really, really Mm -hmm. bad mm-hmm plastic in general just awful yeah 
let's just let's all just wear natural fibers yeah that's what you know they I've, said to do no we should use more of bamboo bamboo yeah. grows so fast bamboo is great we should use bamboo cotton less like polyester type stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plastic tupperware and disposable forks and whatnot i've tried to stop i use glass tupperware now yeah i'm making the switch like whenever i buy something new i try to make it glass or silicone although glass is hard because i tend to break it <laughs> well and the thing that sucks with like the glass ones is like the tops are still like have plastic on them because they have to click. yeah so yeah but it's... i stopped buying paper towels i don't buy paper towels anymore me too i've been like using old rags and stuff yep um and i don't buy ziploc bags anymore yeah, I've been buying, like, the silicone reusable mm-hmm. bags. I still buy paper towels for when I'm cleaning up stuff with, like, grease or oil. But other than that, use, like, old towels. If I'm cleaning up oil, I use, um, I get those reusable, like, they're called, like, Swedish cloths or something. But it's kind of like a more durable paper towel, so you can use it for, like, a month. But then, then you throw bio- it away. And they're, like, biodegradable. Okay, that's what I need to do because, yeah, I don't want to wash and dry something with, like, oil on it. Yeah, I use, like, and when I clean them, I just, like, boil water and, like, drench them in hot water to get, like, the oil off. Hmm. What are they called? Swedish? I could very much be saying that wrong. Swedish Swedish or Swiss cloths, dish towel, something like that. Let's see. Swedish dish oh maybe i'm right (laughs) i might be right oh my gosh oh my god i'm right it's a swedish dish cloth (laughs) okay i'm gonna need to get some of that because i think one thing that's really nice about our generation is that we try to like be thoughtful about stuff like that Uh for the most part and you can put them in the dishwasher really Mm mm-hmm Wow. Or like a washing okay. machine. Yeah, and they're made from like cellulose and cotton, so they biodegrade. Okay. Yeah, I like mine. All right, everyone. Save the ocean. Get some Swedish dish cloths and stop using plastic and buy natural fibers. <laughs> yeah. So that you too don't have to imbibe microplastics because you definitely are eating them. And I think, yeah, like I said, I didn't know about it until a couple years ago. So I think it's maybe just like an awareness thing. But yeah, it's in like so much stuff we just use all the time. And yeah, with like it just fast like... fashion, it's like a huge thing. Ugh, <clears throat> I'm trying to be better about fast fashion. But my problem is I need my body to just pick a weight and yeah. stay at it. Yeah, it's hard if you don't have a lot of money to invest in clothes for the long term. Mm-hmm. I need to be better about going to, like, thrift stores and stuff. Like, you're really good about that. I've been, like, trying to go to Goodwills and stuff to get clothes, but it's hard. It's good for certain things, depending on where you are. But it's hard for me to find, like, pants, for example. I can't find pants mm-hmm. at a Goodwill. Pants, man. Pants they're are, hard. like, they're just the worst to shop for. It's why when I find a pair <laughs> I like, I just buy, like, seven pairs, and that's it. Can I tell you there's, like... I was trying to get some pants, like work pants when I started working and I was telling Brock that it was hard because 
there's not that many clothing stores and all the like fitting rooms were closed. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't buy pants if I can't try them on. And he was like, well, why don't you get like a couple different sizes? And I was like, for men, that might work. For women, our sizes are so arbitrary and I'm bad mm-hmm. at holding something up and trying to see if it'll fit me. <laughs> you should make an order on ASOS because they have really easy returns. Yeah. It's like hard to if you can't try something on. Mm-hmm. I like ASOS too because they always, whatever the clothing item is, they show like a video of somebody walking in it. Yeah. So you can like see what it actually looks like. But yeah, pants are impossible. Like I bought some, <laughs> I don't know what I was like, what was wrong with me, but I bought some corduroy pants mm-hmm. and I put them on and I was just like, what fresh hell is it's this? Like, for men, they just need the waist size. But for mm-hmm. us, it, like, fits weird in the butt or the hips or the length or the mm-hmm. crotch. Like, Well, and, like, everything right now is high. Like, right now it's high rise. And I uh-huh. hate it because my legs are so fucking short that <laughs> low rise pants are high rise on me. I don't need them to be under my boobs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's just, Awful. like. Yeah, nightmare. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I guess that's our takeaway. Use less plastic. Ooh, okay. You know one thing I wanted to talk about when it came to the ocean? Share with me. Have you heard of the blue hole in the Red Sea? No. Okay. So it's this like big sinkhole off the coast of Egypt and it's this big scuba diving attraction. But Oh, the- I've seen pictures of this. Yes. Yeah. Continue. It's, like, really famous, but the problem is that a lot of people die there because it's, like, deceivingly dangerous. I just – don't go in the ocean. <laughs> and I was, like – I had watched this documentary on YouTube, like, a year ago, and I think – well, the reason I started looking into this, like, blue hole was because I had heard about this diver named Yuri Lipsick, I think – who he went into it and he was this experienced diver. And I guess like you go underwater and there's an arch and you swim through the arch and then there's this tunnel and then no, no, no. <laughs> there's this tunnel and then the floor drops away into the sinkhole. <laughs> no, so, no. I guess a lot of people die because it's a deceivingly – you don't think it's as difficult or technical as it is because you think, like, the tunnel's shorter and you can do everything on one tank of gas, but that's if you don't make any mistakes or any hesitations. I'm having a very <laughs> visceral reaction to I know. the, like, visual it's that so you're creating scary. for me. Okay. It's about to get worse. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So – This diver, like, Yuri, went in, and he was with, like, a couple people, and he, like, went in over the sinkhole part, and I guess something happened. He had, like, a camera or something on him, and he went down just a little bit too deep, and they have these swim bladders that help them to, like, stay buoyant, and he went down just far enough where, like, the density overtook the buoyancy of his swim bladder, and it just sucked him down to, like, nope, the bottom. Nope. No. No. And no. even more disturbing, like I said, he had a camera on him. 
and they recovered his body the next day and like the footage is on YouTube and it's like disturbing because like you see from what I remember I watched it like a year ago he was like with a friend or something but he started to sink and there's nothing his friend could do like if he were to try to like go down there the same thing would happen to him but yeah he just got like sucked down to the bottom and he died I think within a couple minutes nope no no I know no I just okay (laughs) scuba diving is always already scary caves are already scary I know why would you combine them and go through like a water tunnel don't do that well and I was like reading another story where this experienced diver was there and he was watching like tourists go there and they don't realize how like I said dangerous it can be and there's this like couple there with their guide and the guide was taking them back and the person watching them could tell that they were starting to get like it's called like nitrogen narcosis or something where you start to get like your judgment is impaired and like you can't really think right because of I guess the nitrogen in your blood and stuff okay but yeah he was watching them and he was thinking like those people could die right now and they're just these tourists that think that this is just a tourist attraction See, this is why when I visit places, I keep it to historical monuments (laughs) and things like that that aren't going to murder me. But yeah, I guess like you go underwater and you try to find this arch. And also the other dangerous part is if you miss the arch and it's not like super obvious and you keep going straight, you don't realize because your depth perception is like off, but like you start going deeper and deeper and you can't really tell. Is there, like, cool stuff living in this pit that people want to do this? Um, I don't know. I think it's just, like, the arch and the tunnel is supposed to be really pretty. And then, like, the pit is, like, kind of cool. But I think it's just, like, an adventurous, like, thing. Go to that cave that has all that light up, like, plankton. That sounds safer. It's crazy. But there's, like, documentaries on YouTube. And I, like... Googled the footage today because I was remembering this and I had to like click through a couple like warnings to pull it up. This like Yuri from his like camera or whatever. Man, well, I have a. (laughs) Can you imagine you're going in, you're having a good time and you go down like a couple feet too deep and you get sucked down and he tried. No, because I would never do this. (laughs) And he tried to like take off his like other equipment to like make himself lighter but it was just like too late i have to sneeze (laughs) spooky (laughs) okay i'm back well it's no yeah i don't think i feel the need to ever really scuba dive no, I I have no desire to do that. None. I've, like, gone snorkeling, and even just snorkeling, it was hard to, like, your face is in the water to tell yourself to breathe. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I remember I took, like, really shallow breaths. So I was like... <gasps> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, are you ready for a lighter fact? Yeah. Um, have you ever heard about... In 1992, that cargo ship that spilled in the ocean and it spilled all those rubber ducks in the ocean. I think so, yeah. And they kind of turn up everywhere still. 
Yeah, so it dumped 28,000 rubber ducks into the ocean. Um, and the cool thing is, like, the way they show up is it allowed oceanographers to, like, track ocean currents. That's cool. Because of, like, so they'll, like, they landed in Europe, they landed in Hawaii, and they didn't stop showing up until, like, the mid-2000s. Isn't it weird that there's, like, a ship that's carrying just a ton of rubber ducks? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I, people still buy them, I guess, for, like, kids. Yeah, it's just funny to think that, like, a boat full of rubber ducks. Taught us so much. Yeah. <laughs> I also learned that Antarctic fish have natural antifreeze in their proteins so that, that ice crystals don't grow in their blood, which is cool. Mm. And those are all my facts. Wow. Giant kelp can grow two feet a day. That's cool. Yeah, it's like the bamboo of the water. I was reading that um, jellyfish, I think it was like the man of war one, are way more dangerous than sharks, and that one of them has enough venom to kill like 60 people. Jellyfish are so weird. Do you ever think about the fact that a jellyfish doesn't have a brain? Yeah, like I don't really like, understand what they are. Like, it's a floating nervous system. Yeah, like, they're not animals, because they just react. They're like they're, bugs. Like, they don't think. Yeah, they're like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. They're some Except of, like, moves. the oldest creatures on the Earth. Like, I just, it's a nervous system. It doesn't have a brain. Yeah. So can I even, it's not, it's not an animal. No. It's Do bugs like, have brains? Does a butterfly have a brain? It has a brain, right? I don't know. Oh, God. I'm, I sound know. really stupid right now. It must have a brain, but it doesn't have much of a brain, I think. I'm going to Google it. Butterfly brain. Like a grasshopper has a brain, right? It must have something. They're not. Oh, my God. This. I feel like I'm going to be really like. Okay. Yes, <laughs> they have brains. No, wait. That's a book. Wait. Oh, it's a book. What is... Okay, this... Do butterflies have a brain? Oh, gosh. Okay. We'll have the answer. Hang on. It's loading. They do have a brain. Yeah. Looking at a diagram of a butterfly. <laughs> it's very, very, very small. I used to like catching butterflies and moths when I was little until I really looked at their faces and realized what they looked like and then they scared me <laughs> yeah bugs man do you ever really think about butterflies and the fact that caterpillars literally liquefy themselves Ew, to become really? a butterfly yeah when they cocoon they turn into goo and how does that goo know to make a butterfly so it, everything's just floating around in this goo? Yeah. It turns to goo. I don't, that's another thing I like don't understand. I don't think yeah. anybody understands it, really. It's so strange. Like, how does it know? How does it know? Maybe we should do a bugs episode. Oh, man. I'd bugs. like to talk about how we should all be eating bugs. Okay, let's do, you know what else I was thinking is we should do like a disasters episode. Ooh, I would enjoy that. 
just whatever disasters we want to talk about. I would enjoy that. Well, I feel like we've talked about the ocean for a while. We covered a we lot have. of stuff. We did. Did it have any organization? No. Whatever. But I'm glad you enjoyed our conversation, people. <laughs> Same. I guess then this is it. Yeah, and we're I forgot to mention earlier, but I guess we're back to our normal intro. Yeah, I just didn't have the energy to make a new one. So That's we're fine. back. That's fine. We had our holiday one and now we're back to our original. Yes, your regularly scheduled introduction. All right. Well, we'll figure out something to talk about next week. And we'll see you then. Follow us on all the things. Follow on all the things. All the things. I forgot to update our Instagram last week. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. My bad. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.